today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Let's go to that dramatic news affecting RTE overnight. As at one o'clock this morning, Shuani Rahali resigned as chair of the RTE board. She said her position was no longer tenable because it was abundantly clear she had lost the confidence of the Minister for Media, Catherine Martin. This followed the Minister's interview on Primetime, where she said she was misinformed on two occasions in regard to board approval of recent exit packages. Now, last night, Catherine Martin said on Primetime she was deeply disappointed and had scheduled a meeting with the RTE chair this morning to discuss it. That meeting will now not happen. Well, for her part, Shuni Rahali said this was not an intentional misinformation representation and that she neglected to recollect that Richard Collins' exit package did go before the remuneration committee. She said she contacted the department to clarify the details and remind them that she had appraised them of the matter back in October. Well, I'm joined firstly by Fionnán Sheehan, Ireland editor of the Irish Independent. So Fionnán, is it your understanding that before Minister Martin agreed to that interview last night that she did speak to the three coalition leaders and told them and explained to them what she planned to say on prime time. Yeah, there was there was certainly uh, channeled communications between the coalition partners uh, that an issue had arisen uh, in relation to Shuni Raleigh's knowledge of the exit packages and that Catherine Martin was not happy about this and that she was going uh, on, on prime time. And it was flagged that, that basically it was about who knew what where and when, and that the minister wasn't uh, satisfied with that. That that began to percolate out uh, through government uh, early night last night between seven and, and, and nine o'clock. Uh, Green Party, as they always do, weren't answering their phones and weren't uh, making any comment on it, but it was becoming quite clear. We had our headline ready that Minister Minister Sachs chair uh, for for the newspapers more, but didn't quite go that far. So she are we to take that take it then that the other party leaders, Michal Martin and Leo Varadkar, agreed with Catherine Martin's position last night and with what she was about to do? Well, we're we're certainly to take it that they knew about it in advance. This was not an accidental interview on on prime time where she just happened to be asked a question and suddenly decided to to blurt out uh, a, a response because she was she was caught off guard. Uh, it was quite clear that Catherine Martin knew exactly what she was doing mm-hmm. uh, last night. Now, Catherine Martin did what she did. Uh, I mean, she technically sacked a, the, the chair of a state board on live national uh, television uh, by failing to express confidence with her and expressing her, her deep disappointment uh, in, in her actions. She does leave out a, a number of, of details, though, uh, which have still not been uh, addressed. And, and that is that, that she doesn't really say that it was actually Shuni Rahali who alerted her yesterday to the fact that Shuni, as the RTE chair, was aware uh, of this issue with the Richard Collins exit package and that she had approved it and that she had miscommunicated in some way earlier on in the week. So she didn't learn about it some other way. It was actually, she uh, confessed that, basically rang up and said, on Monday and Wednesday you asked me about this, I gave it the wrong answer, here's, here's, the, here's the right answer. And also what Catherine Martin and her officials have not addressed since last night is was the Department of the Media informed back in October about the Richard Collins exit mm-hmm. package and the uh, 
the process that was followed there. Because that's what Shu and Nirani said in this statement today. clear here. We, we know, just take you back to that time. On, on October the 11th, Kevin Backhurst had a staff meeting here in RTE. And in that, he said, by the way, Richard Collins is, is, is gone. And that was the first time we, we learned about that. We knew that there was a process ongoing Richard Collins for the previous three months since Kevin Backhurst came in the door. But that was the outcome. What we're told is that the remuneration committee of the board, so that's a subcommittee of the board of RTE, met on October the 9th. Chaired to, by? Chaired by Shuni Rahali proposal brought to them by Kevin Backhurst, Richard Collins to depart, here the terms and conditions attached to that, that was approved. That the following day, Shuni Raleigh says she informed the Department of the Media uh, of this this process and and she 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 basically that's that's her way mm-hmm. uh, of communicating now it we up, don't up know the, the details of that communication because I don't know what what it means that I informed the department about the process does that I, we don't know yeah it, it it means that she it what we know it doesn't mean is that she, she didn't tell the minister directly but you can't have every state board uh, chair in the country ringing every minister mm-hmm. every time a decision uh, is made so she told the department about the process we don't know yeah. if she t- said this is the amount that we have settled on we, we don't know the, the the exact specifics uh, there. She that is her defence. She's saying, she's actually saying, I'm not hiding anything here. Yep. There was a, a remuneration a subcommittee meeting one day. There'll be records. There'll be a, a, a call to that meeting. There will be an agenda of that meeting. There'll be a proposal b- brought to that meeting, and there'll be minutes of that meeting. So there'll be records there. And then she's saying, and the following day, I did inform the department. So. What the department and the minister are still not saying this morning is, right, so is there a record of that? Did, did she tell you or not? Mm-hmm. Because that backs up her, her claim that basically there was kind of a, a, a miscommunication which was not deliberate earlier on this week. It's still questionable, though, even if that communication happened in October. Why during those lengthy meetings this week about this specific issue, the chair of RTE didn't recall or nobody around her recalled that the department was informed about this exit package in October. Yeah, so so a couple of items here. A, these two meetings that were held on Monday and Wednesday with Shuni Raleigh and Catherine Martin, Kevin Backhurst, the Director General of RT, was also in the room. Mm -hmm. So... Was he involved in this subterfuge of not telling the minister what was going on here? I kind of doubt that. So he would have been aware of the process that was uh, employed here. You also have two figures here. You have Catherine Martin, who has shown a severe level of incuriosity about events that take place in RTE. She was told 10 months ago, there's a major investigation going on in RTE. We've called in one of the biggest accountancy firm, one of the biggest legal firms in the country to investigate matters. It was like, Okay, no problem, Mr. Let us know. No further queries, really, about what exactly is all this about. Level of unpreparedness there. On Shuni Rahali's side, she has got a record of basically not disclosing information at the time when maybe it was appropriate. Uh, she didn't tell the minister that she had asked for the Director General D. Forbes to resign. She didn't tell anybody that she had a report that she had got that showed that basically that uh, Ryan Tuberty uh, had nothing to do with other payments that were that were kept uh, secret at a, at a, in, a, in a previous uh, period in RTE. She didn't volunteer the, the level uh, of involvement of the board uh, of RTE uh, in the Toy Show, the musical uh, issue when a report was ongoing there and she didn't speak up and make certain points at Oireachtas committees as well. So there, she's kind of somebody, unless you're asking her a direct 
and very blunt question, she doesn't necessarily volunteer the information. Okay, well, uh, just coming back to the Minister now, because we had a a statement, Paul Cunningham has a statement rather from um, the Oireachtas Media Committee member, Senator Malcolm Byrne, Fianna Fáil Senator Malcolm Byrne, and he's saying that if it transpires the department was aware of the process surrounding Richard Collins' package, this brings the department into this dispute. That means there's pressure coming to bear on Minister Catherine Martin from within the coalition now. Yeah, and, and you, you go back to the, the paper chase uh, here now. So what, what record uh, is there? So a, a couple of issues arise here as well. And that is, who did Catherine Martin consult with yesterday ahead of deciding to send this letter to Shuni Raleigh and go on primetime effectively forcing her out of her job. There have been a number of key personnel changes, for example, in her department. The Secretary General retired a month ago. That Secretary General was in place uh, back in October. There would be a, a regular relationship between the Secretary General of a department and the Chair of a State Board. So did Catherine Martin check with the former Secretary General who retired a month ago but whether indeed... Did, does she have any awareness of Suni Raleigh notifying the department back then? There's also a political advisor who was in place at that time who has left. Did she did she check there? So basically, the, the, the problem here is there isn't an answer back from Catherine Martin. Was your department told or not okay. back in October? Well, how significant is it now for Catherine Martin that we have a Fianna Fáil senator and a member of the Oireachtas Media Committee asking questions about her department? I think there's not a great level of confidence across the coalition in Catherine Martin. And that this is not just about her handling of, of the RTE. Uh, various scandals, it goes back uh, to her behaviour during COVID-19, where she seemed more intent on blaming other ministers for what was what was going on and things not being reopened than actually just standing up and going, I'm a member of Cabinet, I have to stand by these issues uh, as well. So there is a, a significance there that already you have uh, you have Alan Dillon last night ask, asking, asking questions uh, on the Fine Gael side, you have Malcolm Byrne on the, on the Fianna Fáil side, basically saying, well, we want full transparency here. Okay. Alright, well let's um, go to the line now. We have Labour Party leader Ivana Good morning to you. Good morning, Claire. Thank you for inviting me. You and your party, you believe that the blame for this, do you, lies with Minister Catherine Martin. Are you calling on her to resign? Well, as my colleague and our media spokesperson, Senator Marie Sherlock, has said, the the minister's position looks really increasingly untenable because something is just not adding up. And I've listened very carefully there to Fionn and I listened back to and watched back Minister Martin's extraordinary interview last night on primetime where she did effectively conduct a summary dismissal of the chair of a state board on air. And the extraordinary aspect of it, I think, that any watcher or listener will think of is why didn't she contact the chair of the board first? Why say she was deeply disappointed in a failure to, to in, in what she described as mis, being misled? Why do why say this without checking first? And if, as it appears, there was in fact a communication from Shuni Rahlig to the department, uh, and Shuni Rahlig says there was back in October, on 10th October, immediately following the approval by the Remuneration Committee of the Board of RTE of the package for Richard Collins, if that information was given to the department, and it might have been in a phone call, for example, to Secretary General, but there would be a written record of that. Didn't Catherine Martin say last night at the second lengthy meeting with Shuni Rahalig, she said, are you 100% sure that the board wasn't aware of the details of Richard Collins' exit package? And she was told that the board did not know. 
Yes, and she was very clear on RTE last, on primetime last night that it was on two occasions this week at these two meetings that she was given the wrong information. Uh, but again, let's look at, the, uh, you know, st- take a step back from it. It's an extraordinary approach to take from a minister who has had far too hands-off an approach, in fact, throughout the crisis that has been unfolding at RTE. Now she acts, or last night she acted, in such a peremptory fashion without, it appears, having double-checked back with Shuni Rahali first, saying she's called her in for a meeting this morning, but saying, you know, but really sowing such a clear uh, or putting out such a clear message of distrust that it left Shuni Rally, it seems, in no position but to retire. So, so, what, so look, the question here, Claire, is, you know, at a time when we, we all of us who want to see the public service broadcaster and the national broadcaster strengthened and, you know, in a good mm-hmm. position going forward, to see this sort of chaotic handling really does beg the question, so what, is what the Minister's you, position tenable? Okay. And, and, indeed, and you believe and it's indeed, not? Is that what you're saying? That's what we're saying. And indeed, if it, it now seems that the other party leaders within the coalition knew that Catherine Martin was going on primetime last night, it, it, they may well have known what she was going to say, that she was effectively going to be dismissing Juni Rahli and Air. So, you know, where are they in this? Because this is a whole of government failure, this approach, this chaotic approach to a, to an ongoing crisis within what is crucially our national broadcaster that we all want to see have a future. Why is the why did the minister go on air last night? Why did she do this? Why did she say take such a peremptory action, having behaved in such a hands-off manner throughout the unfolding crisis mm. today? So, are you saying she should resign? Well, we need, first of all, we need the clarity. We need clarity as to why she didn't wait. Why didn't she pick up the phone to Shuni Rahali yesterday? And it seems again from what Shuni Rahali's statement, which I read very carefully, that it was she who did inform the department yesterday morning that she had, as she says, neglected to recollect the remuneration committee had approved the Richard Collins package. So why wasn't there a communication back in that case? Why wasn't there a check back to see, well, is there a record from 10th October 2023 that this information was previously given? I think I think it, it, it begs the question, why do the interview last night in such a peremptory fashion? Why conduct the dismissal in that way? Why not check? You've had taken a hands-off approach to date. Why not check and be and act, I think, somewhat more carefully and, uh, and abide by some sort of process? And, and really what's lacking okay. here is any sense of process. We're seeing a government that is scrambling to deal with this. So you are saying what Malcolm Noonan is saying, or Malcolm Byrne is saying, rather, you want to see all of these communications between Shu and Nirahalik and the department and once we see that, then, are you saying that you will make a decision on whether to call for Catherine Martin's resignation or are you saying that her position is untenable as of now? Well, as Marie Sherlock has said, it, it appears from what we now know that her position is untenable because it appears that she was, in fact, or, or at least within her department, there was a clear knowledge about the details of the exit packages. Shuni Raleigh's statement refers to two lengthy meetings this week dealing with a whole range of issues in the course of which she neglected to recollect this particular issue about the remuneration committee, which she then brought to the department's attention, she says, yesterday. So I think in that circumstance, if that is right, you know, and again, we should see the paper trail. Let's have okay. the paper trail on All right. But it, it appears it's untenable. All right. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Ivana Batchik. So Fiona, to come back to you with the Labour Party leader now saying that Catherine Martin's position is untenable. What happens next? Well, does somebody uh, table a motion for conference uh, in in a minister, which will often help their position because the, the government will just rally uh, around them? Ivana lands on a, on a point there. Shoni Rally is saying the question she was asked is, was the board aware of these exit packages? And the answer to that question is actually no. Was she aware? Yes. Was Rory Coveney's 
uh, exit package approved by her? No, she was just aware of it. Was it approved by the board? No. Was it approved by the remuneration committee? No. Was Richard Collins approved by by the board? No. Was it approved by the remuneration committee? Yes. So there's, on the basis of, of one element of the equation here, <laughs> the minister has decided, I don't have confidence that you, you're going out the door. She shouldn't, surely the minister shouldn't have to drag the information no, out of and, the RTE chair. I, I, I think Shoni Raleigh is, is openly ad- admitting that she she did give the wrong information to the minister mm-hmm. uh, at that meet that that she should uh, have said it did however go through a process let's bear in mind as well this actually came up with the Iraqis committee last uh, week that Kevin Backhurst outlined the new process that was in place to avoid any of the stuff that happened uh, in in the past that where a, a, a settlement or an exit was being negotiated, that if necessary, that would be notified to to, to the, the secretary, uh, the, sorry, the director general, the HR director would notify the director general. The director general would bring it to the, to a subcommittee of the board if necessary. So he he outlined that process, which is actually the process that was followed here. Yes. So Shuni Rahi is actually being sacked for following the process that should have been in place and, all but, along. But I not, think that's remembering what are saying, not remembering but not, it but, yeah, during but extensive remember, meetings this week with the minister. Where she is saying a, a wide variety uh, of issues uh, uh, were, were brought up and she then is the one who goes back and, and tells the minister and, and tells the department, by the way, I should have said this the other day. So Ivana Batchik said there, just pick up the phone. Before you go on prime time, yeah. pick up the phone and What's have a conversation. What's this thing about writing letters? There's a fascination in this government. To, uh, during, at the height of covid Tony Holohan, the chief medical officer, is writing a letter to the Minister for Health who is sitting 100 yards well, we'd down, down the same corridor. Well, we'd complain if we didn't have records of these that, things, that, I suppose. That, that's fine, but these people should be capable of actually having adequate communications uh, with people who are under their remit. There is, a, it is, as Ivana said, quite possible that the minister could have picked up the phone yesterday and said, listen, I'm not happy that you didn't tell me the other day. Mm-hmm. Can you just explain to me why exactly you didn't tell me? And then she could have set out, well, actually, I, t- I told you, we told you back in, in October, this was the exact process uh, that, that was followed. And we mightn't be in this position we, today. We, well, we wouldn't be. In, in, in Well, maybe we would. Maybe, maybe the minister could then turn around and go, listen, I was up. I wasn't happy with the, with that. I wasn't told about it. I rang the chair. I wasn't satisfied with the explanation that she gave me, and therefore I've said I don't have confidence in her, and it's time for her to go. You made the point earlier that Kevin Backhurst and others, I assume, were in the room during those lengthy meetings with the minister this week. What questions remain for him? Well, was was he sitting in? What's his recollection of the question? Were there minutes of this meeting? Uh, was the the new secretary general who is now in place? Was he inside in the meeting? What is their recollection of the questions? that were asked uh, and and responded to. Or basically, our, uh, Catherine Martin's version of events is basically, I asked this question, I was misinformed. Yeah. Well, in that case, the guy who knew the, the correct answer was also sitting across the table from you. Why don't you have a problem with him? All right, Fionan, thank you very much for taking us through it all. Fionan Sheehan, Ireland editor with the Irish Independent. Coming up next, we'll have Minister Simon Harris here. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.